Hey, what's up? Rich Avery here with the More Than a Pastor show. This episode of More Than a Pastor was originally created as a video on YouTube. If you'd like to check out the video, you can find it at morethanapastor.com slash 20 for episode 20. So if you're a pastor, is it okay if you feel called to be more than a pastor? Let's talk about that on this episode of the More Than a Pastor show. Hello, my friend. Welcome to this special recap edition of the More Than a Pastor show. In just a moment, you're going to hear me do a debrief, recap, and summary of our most recent episode with Les Hughes and John Sanders from Entree Pastors, along with my big takeaways. But before we do, people often ask me, Rich, what's the most important thing pastors need in order to be successful in creating income outside the church through their own business or side hustle? And for me, the answer is always the same. It's community, the right community. And that's why I've launched our private Facebook group, the More Than a Pastor community. It's free. It's private. It's a safe place where pastors like you and me can get feedback on our ideas, get answers to our questions, and find the encouragement and support we need to continue to take action to creating income outside the church so we can serve God and provide for our families no matter what. I'd love for you to be a part of this community. It's free. You can join today by going to morethanapastor.com slash Facebook. I hope that I'll see you there. So in our last episode, episode 19, I had the privilege of interviewing Les Hughes and John Sanders from Entree Pastors. It was my first interview on this show. And before I interviewed them, they took the time to interview me as well. And you can find the link to that interview if you'd like to check that out in our show notes. You can go to morethanapastor.com slash 20 for episode 20. I really love what Les and John are doing over there at Entree Pastors. The interview I did with them was about 50 minutes long, and so I didn't really have time to debrief or share my take on the uh, the things that they shared in that episode. So I thought I would take the time in this edition of More Than a Pastor Show to share my big takeaways, some of the things that I thought were key learnings for me and things that I hope will help you as well. Man, I had so many great takeaways from the interview with Les and John. One of the most important things that stood out to me, and I think one of the first things that we discussed in episode 19, was the importance of community and relationships. Again, I got to know Les and John through Dan Miller's community called 48 Days Eagles. We're all members there. And then they got to know each other more deeply through a higher level of membership there uh, called uh, the Private Mastermind Group. And so they talked about how, how the importance of relationships, how, how we're able to get to know each other, support, encourage each other, and not compete with each other, but to grow together and see how can we help each other? How can we encourage each other along the way? And I think that's really what pastors need as we're launching out to to seek to create income outside the church through our own business or side hustle. It can be lonely. Being a pastor can be lonely. It's hard to know who to talk to sometimes about what's going on in our lives, especially with our finances, if we struggle financially. It's hard to know who to trust, to talk about goals and dreams we may have for our lives or for our families, for our, our future. And so there's such power in having a community like that. 
where you can have safe conversations, where you can get to know people, they can get to know you, and, and where you care about each other and you're both heading on the journey together and moving in the right direction. Uh, encouraging and supporting each other all along the way. And again, that's why I've launched our private Facebook community, the More Than a Pastor community on Facebook. That's why I want to encourage people to join that so that we can answer questions, we can get to know each other, we can bounce ideas off each other and continue to learn and grow together and uh, build businesses, create income that can help us to serve God and provide for our families no matter what. So I just saw that that was such an important thing that they shared right out of the gate, one of the very first uh, things that they shared, and that was one of my big takeaways uh, from that episode. Uh, The second thing that really stood out to me was Les and John's journey as entrepreneurs. You know, I asked them, take me to that moment where you first realized that you are more than a pastor. As great as being a pastor was, as, as much as you felt called to do that, you still felt called to something more, something different. And what was that like? John shared how he had been a firefighter. And so uh, before coming into the ministry, his dad had been a pastor, John had been a firefighter, and he thought he had to give up firefighting to pursue pastoral ministry. And then at some point, he felt God say, you know what, if you want to be a firefighter, I'll give that back to you. You don't have to give that up in order to serve me in ministry. And so John was able to be a full-time firefighter and a full-time pastor. And uh, because of how the firefighting work schedule works, he was able to have that flexibility and freedom to be able to do both. And that that was a big financial blessing for his family. Les talked about how his dad had been a pastor and an entrepreneur. I think his dad was also a teacher at some point or worked somehow in the educational system. But his dad was always reading Entrepreneur Magazine or other other books and resources like that. And so Les, he, he, got, he caught the bug early of having an interest in entrepreneurship, and Les had been a manager in a grocery store. So both of them had had experiences where they had passions and interests before becoming a pastor, but then those things could help fuel their ministry as pastors. And Les talked about how his dad had had various side hustles and businesses, and Les has done that as well through real estate, through writing books, and through coaching and things like that. So uh, it was just interesting to me how how their journey led them to this point. Yes, they felt fully called by God to be in pastoral ministry, but God had also given them other resources, other ways that they could create income outside the church, and they, they jumped into those opportunities, and God has blessed those opportunities. Something else that was interesting to me is that As they developed those income opportunities, they came at just the right time when their church faced serious financial uh, uh, shortfalls. John mentioned how his church at some point, you know, they had been a church plant, so they were receiving outside support for a number of years. And then when that uh, was curtailed, there, then, you know, at some point their church was struggling financially. And because John had the income outside the church, he was able to carry on. He could serve the, the church. He could serve God in that way. He could provide for his family because he had the outside income. And last, the same way, there was some big issue in his church and uh, giving was down. And he was, he was okay because he had other income sources. And so I really feel that those are important messages for us to hear that it's okay to create income outside the church because God can use those in just the right time. Uh, 
to meet our needs and, and to help uh, provide for our family no matter what happens. And I really feel, as they also talked about a little bit later in the episode, that there are social and cultural and economic trends that are really impacting the church and that are going to make uh, so many pastors who have been full-time need to think about creating income outside the church, need to think about being bivocational or co-vocational. And John and Les both said like they feel like now is the time for pastors to begin to create income outside the church. Now is the time for pastors to look at their marketable skills, to look at ways they can leverage their income outside or leverage their know-how outside the church to create income to provide for their family. And I really uh, believe that as well. That message really resonates with me. I did this whole uh, episode uh, series back uh, several episodes ago on some of those cultural, economic, and social trends that I believe are pointing to a co-vocational future for the church. So John and Les see that too, and that was one of the key things that I took away from their um, from the episode. They also talked about how mindset often holds pastors back. In fact, that may be the biggest thing that holds pastors back, mindset. And you know what? It holds churches back as well. Churches often have a a poverty mindset, and pastors do as well, that the pastor, we need to keep the pastor poor and humble. We don't want to pay the pastor too much so that they get a big head or they think that they're all that. And so a lot, of pa- a lot of churches have struggled to provide a living wage for pastors, and a lot of pastors just play into that and just accept whatever the church gives, and maybe they don't look for opportunities to be able to create more within the church. I was recently doing some coaching with some pastors, um, well, uh, about a month ago. One pastor was part-time in the church, and one pastor was full-time, but their salaries were exactly the same. And so it was interesting to me how the the pastor who was part-time, I mean, that was a good part-time salary, but to get that same salary as a full-time pastor, man, that was terrible. I don't know how they, well, I know how they survive because uh, the pastor's spouse also works outside the home. And a lot of times that is an expectation. I don't think it needs to be, and I don't think it should be. I think we ought to, churches ought to pay pastors well, but the reality is that some churches can't. Uh, pay what they should, or some churches won't uh, for whatever reason. Again, I think part of it is this mindset of keeping pastors poor, keeping pastors humble. It may not be your experience, but it certainly is an experience that I've heard a lot of stories about, John and Les have as well. You probably do as well. You've probably known some pastors who have struggled financially, pastors whose churches just aren't able to pay them enough. And so again, what a wonderful opportunity for pastors to be able to look at their marketable skills and to begin to create income outside the church so that no matter what your income is in the church, you can always serve God and provide for your family. But they they came to a point, John and Les did, where they were done with the poverty mindset, where they were done with being poor, they were done with struggling financially, and they felt like God was saying, now's the time to begin to create more, that it's okay to have more. It's okay to have a larger income. It's okay to have more for your family, to be able to take a nice vacation and not feel guilty about it, to be able to buy a newer vehicle and not feel guilty, like who in the church is going to look and see, okay, we must be paying the pastor too much. They just bought this this uh, 10-year-old car. You've experienced that, haven't you? Or you know pastors that have done that. John and Les got to a point where they were done with that. And so again, it, it speaks to the mindset. And, and, and mindset is what we allow. 
we we may have a mindset that's cultivated within us. Maybe we've learned it from our parents or from our education or our early work experiences. But mindset is also what we take on and what we own ourselves. And I'm here to tell you, and John and Les are as well, that we can break those mindsets that are holding us back. We can break those thoughts, those belief patterns that hold us back, that keep us poor, that keep us from living the potential that God has for us. And so maybe Maybe you need to hear that today. I believe someone listening to this needs to hear it. Maybe it's you. That you need to change your mindset. That you can give yourself permission to thrive, permission to create more for your family. Not that you're being selfish. Not that you're pursuing worldly pleasures. Not that you're wanting to get rich. But just to have enough and to have more than enough to be able to provide for your family and to be able to share more and give to others to bless and serve others. Mindset plays a big part in that. And so I think that was an important takeaway that I had from that episode. Uh, The fourth thing that came to my mind as I listened to them was the importance of pastors understanding their marketable skills. You know, we talked about in that episode the fact that pastors are speakers, we are writers, coaches, mentors, uh, leadership development experts, H, sometimes we're HR, you know, we're, we're hiring experts, or at least we have experience in that. Uh, we are involved in fundraising, in building projects and, and uh, building campaigns, things like that. There are so many skills that pastors have that are marketable skills, skills that can be leveraged into the marketplace through a, another job or through our own business or side hustle. And so I would just encourage you, could you take... 10 minutes and just list out, I bet you could list 20 to 30 or 40 skills you have that you've developed in ministry that you can put into the marketplace. So I would really challenge you and encourage you to do that. And then share them in the More Than a Pastor Facebook community. Love for you to join that group and let's have a discussion. Let's share what you think are some of your marketable skills, and let's brainstorm how you can help create income around those skills. But pastors have lots of marketable skills and and ways that we can serve God in the marketplace that can fund our ministry and help provide for our family. And I just have a question I want to ask you. What if God has given you the ability to fully fund your ministry in the church through the marketable skills he's given you. Would you take him up on that? Would you pursue that if he's given you that ability? I believe God's given every pastor the capacity to create enough income outside the church that could fund their ministry in the church. And I know many of us, we've gotten into the habit that we're part-time or or mo- many of us full-time in the church, and our income has to just come from the church. The workman is worthy of their hire. I, I know all that. I believe the church should pay enough. I believe the church should pay well. But the reality is churches are, are struggling. Smaller churches are struggling to keep their part-time pastors and, and many churches are, are going to be struggling to keep their full-time pastors, I believe. Not just because of COVID, I think that has just sped things up, but because of these social, cultural, economic trends that we talked about in that episode and I've talked about in previous episodes. So really want to encourage you, what if God has given you already the ability to self-fund your ministry in your church? Would you take him up on that? 
Would you pursue that? Do you need help? Do you want to talk about it? I'd love to engage with you. Join the private Facebook group. Let's talk about it there. Reach out to me. Uh, we'd love, I'd love to help you uh, brainstorm that and talk more about that. Again, they said, if there's ever been a time for pastors to create income outside the church, now is the time. And I really believe that's true. The next thing I've uh, thought that was a key learning or takeaway uh, from John and Les are the benefits of bivocational or co-vocational ministry. It's not just about the finances for pastors to create more income outside the church, but if you're engaged in bivocational or co-vocational ministry, it can help you become more creative because you're using more of your gifts and talents in ways you wouldn't normally use them in your day-to-day ministry. And so it, it gets your creative juices flowing more. You're using different parts of your brain. You're engaging in different ways. And so it can help you become more creative in your ministry and give you more uh, insights and, and more wisdom uh, as you're creating your sermons or as you're leading in your church. Something else John and Les talked about was if you uh, are a bivocational or co-vocational pastor, you also have to be more intentional. You have to manage your time really well. And so they said that's a huge benefit because in their experience, a lot of pastors have gotten lazy. They're, you know, as we, you know, our work expands to the time, the time that we allot it. So if we allow ourselves 60 hours a week to do our job, it's going to take that long. But if we allow ourselves 50 or 40 or 30, we have less time to do what we have to do, so we're going to be more focused and we're going to be more intentional in getting those things done. Maybe some of the meetings we've had aren't so important after all. Maybe some of the tasks we've done in the past aren't so vital that we do them. Others can do them. And so it's also an opportunity as we create income outside the church. It's an opportunity for others to be raised up as leaders, others to take the mantle and to uh, pursue the work that they can do. Yes, we could do it, but maybe it's better that they do it, and it helps to raise them up. So one thing we talked about was the importance of raising up other people as leaders in our churches. And if you're bivocational or co-vocational, it kind of forces you to do that. You can't do it all. You have to raise up other people. So that was another great benefit. Uh, something else that uh, was really interesting to me, they talked about how if you're bivocational or co-vocational, you really get to understand more what your people in your congregation go through on a daily or weekly basis. Because let's face it, in the church, we can get used to that community, that context, and sometimes it's not, it doesn't relate to the outside world. Um, Les, Les shared how one of his entrepreneur friends uh, said, oh, pastors, they have their own things going. Pastors have their own way of doing things. They don't understand how things work in the real world. I know that's not true for every pastor. I hope it's not true for you. But I think that is true to some extent that pastors often don't understand what it's like to work in the regular world if, you're, if you haven't been in that for a long time. And so if you're bivocational or co-vocational, it keeps your fingers on the pulse of what's happening in your community. It keeps you active and engaged in some of the trends in business or marketing or whatever, which can help you in your, your ministry as well. Helps you to be a more well-rounded person. And people can relate to you more because they know you're not just up in the ivory tower somewhere, but you are a regular person working in the community, in the marketplace, and they can relate to you uh, at that level, maybe differently than uh, just if you were only their pastor and that was your only work. 
Something else that uh, they talked about that is very important to me is that as pastors become prosperous entrepreneurs, we can create time and financial freedom for our families. And, and that's what it's really about. It's about creating that time freedom to be able, be able to pursue all the passions and dreams God's given us to be able to, to invest more in our family. A lot of pastors struggle with having time for family because of the demands of ministry. So this focuses your time, forces you to work less in the church and be able to create more um, time for your work. But overall, as you create more income, it can free up your time more. And you can do the things you never, you've only imagined you can do for your family, the trips you could take, the things you could do to help put your kids through college or, or things like that, or help pay medical bills or pay off debt. So many pastors struggle financially because they've got huge student loan debt. So you go to college, you go to seminary, maybe you go for your PhD also, you've got all this debt and you're in a job that doesn't pay all that much. And it's going to take a long time to pay back that debt. A lot of pastors are struggled with thirty, forty, fifty, even sixty thousand dollars in debt. I've read for some pastors, it's going to take you a long time to pay that off. But what if you had your own income outside the church? You could create enough income to be able to pay that off in no time, or pay off your other debt as well. So, creating time, fi- time freedom, financial freedom—that is another bonus of becoming a bivocational or co-vocational pastor. So those are my key takeaways. Uh, Thank you for joining me for this episode. And I just want to encourage you, did what they shared, did what they share or some of the things I've shared today, has that resonated with you? Do you wish that you could create income outside the church? Do you wish you knew like where to start, how to begin to do that? Or you wish you could be a part of a community of other pastors that are working toward that? Again, I would love for you to join the More Than a Pastor community on Facebook, be able to talk more about that. And you can find uh, that link at morethanapastor.com slash Facebook. And if you want to get the show notes and and find out more information about More Than a Pastor, you can check that out at morethanapastor.com slash 20 for episode 20. Well, that's it for this show. I hope this was helpful for you. Would you do me a favor and uh, share your feedback? I'd love for you to share in the comments some of your thoughts or questions or what you thought about my key takeaways here from Les and John's episode. Also, if you have other topics you'd like me to cover on the show, I'd love for you to share that as well. And if you haven't liked or subscribed to the show yet, please take a minute to do that as well. It's a great way to stay connected with us and and to help others find the show as well. And before we go, I just want to remind you that you are more than a pastor. Saying yes to God's call doesn't mean you have to say yes to feeling stuck, broke, or unfulfilled in your life and ministry. Let's work together and help you create the life, impact, and income that you were made for.